0: Oh, yeah. Here I am, the original H B I C, Katie Motherfucking Boyd. And on this episode of the Ambitious Podcast, we are going to be talking all about how to romanticize your life, how to be the main character in your movie, which is your precious human life. And I have a couple notes down below. You can't see them, but I I made a couple notes just so I could stay on point. But I really desire deeply to speak from my heart because I've had all these downloads and epiphanies that have been just coming in from source, from God, from the divine. And I would really like to share them with you in the hope, and desire that it will inspire and motivate and then just remind you who the fuck you are in the first place. Because I think that the last couple years, and I'm totally speaking from my own perspective, the last couple years, like we have forgotten who the fuck we are. We've been in such a weird quagmire, downward fear spiral of hell. And it's just time to move the fuck on and remember who we are and step into our power so that we can live the rest of our lives, the best of our lives by being the HBIC, right? The head bitch in control of what we can control. And all the things I'm gonna talk about today are all things that are so controllable and they're all coming from a place of source and divine energy. And they're coming from a place of love and just upliftment. There's no bad vibes here. It's really, truly about stepping into your power here today. And I know that this has already inspired me to romanticize my life and to be, as Queen Herbie would say, giving me main character energy. Okay. That's what we're doing here on the Ambitious Podcast. So, I'm going to just talk a little bit about why I've had these epiphanies and what has been coming through and the conversations that I've been having with my friends and the people in my inner circle, and then obviously imparting these messages and these downloads from spirit, from my guides, from my guardians, my galactic family of beings of light and my ancestors and my loved ones who are no longer here on this three-dimensional earth plane, and I know it's going to help you too. And if it doesn't. I don't really give a fuck. Stop listening. (laughs) I really don't care because I am not here as your dancing monkey. I'm here because I'm showing up from the goodness of my heart because I know that my mission and my purpose here on earth is to help awaken and inspire as many women as I can and to help them remember who the fuck they are. They are ambitious women, they are being in total control of herself, ladies. Okay. So, my husband actually went away on a business trip and he was gone for nine days. And that's the longest my husband and I have been away from each other. And the first couple of days were really tough because you don't, I guess you don't realize like how much that you're 69ing the person. I don't mean like, really 69ing, I mean like figuratively 69ing the person that you're with. Like my husband and I have such a close relationship. We're not just husband and wife, but we are soulmates. We're best friends. We're really truly like Bonnie and Clyde, like ride or die energy. And, you know, we fight sometimes, we get into disagreements, like we talk shit to each other sometimes, and it's just like totally normal. But sometimes like we get into these places where I'm just like, bro, like get the fuck out of my face so I can do shit. Like, so I can accomplish things so I can get my work done, you know? And I'm sure he feels the same exact way about me. Um, he's just not as vocal as I am. And I was kind of like ready for him to go. Matt Babine, if you're listening, I love you, but I'm being honest here for my people. I was at the end, like right before he left for this trip, I was like, get the fuck out so I could just do shit. Like, get out, get out, get out. And he went away. And the first couple days was like really difficult because like, you know, you're not used to sleeping in bed alone, even though like some days I want to put a pillow over his head because he's like fucking snoring like a goddamn grizzly bear or he's like hogging all my covers or whatever. It's very Paula abdul (laughs) opposites attract energy. Okay. Two steps forward. I take two steps back. He steals the covers. Do you know? remember that song? Am I like elderly right now? Love me some Paula Abdul. But we're having like that, you know, Paula Abdul moment where it's like, Jesus, man, like sometimes I just want to be alone so I can just be in my own sovereign autonomous energy. So the first couple of days I was like, couldn't sleep. And I was like up super late, which is not like me because I literally go to bed at like 830 at night because I'm fucking like old man river and I'm just like nighty night time to go to bed. And he's like a night owl. and He stays up all night. And then I didn't realize like how much I would miss him, like sleeping in bed with me. It just I didn't feel safe. Like every time like a noise in the house went off, I was like, oh, my God, like I was going to get the fucking shotgun and just like blow people's brains out that didn't even exist. Like, I don't know if it's just me that this happens to, but like. I always thought I was a pretty strong bitch until like you don't have your man sleeping in bed with you. And then all of a sudden, like the floor creaks and you think like people are coming to storm the castle. So the first couple of days I was just kind of like getting used to him being away. But I really focused like on doing like a lot of work that I had kind of been procrastinating on and putting off. And like I kept like, you know, being like, oh, I'll handle that when Matt leaves. So I made this like whole to accomplish list. So when he leaves, I'll do all these things because I'm going to have all this time and I'm going to be in my sovereign energy and I'm going to like recalibrate myself and it's going to be amazing. So the first couple days were kind of like busy, but I just like forced myself to be busy. Like I went through the whole house and I just like purged shit. I was going through his clothes and I was just like throwing shit away that was like ragamuffin, like alms for the poor, like energy. I'm like, dude, you're not poor. Like, why are you wearing these rags? He's like, they're so comfortable. I'm like, well, I don't want to fuck you when you wear uh, holy underwear and tattered shirts. Like, like, can we just like call a spade a spade, okay? So I purged the house. I decorated for spring. Like, I was so in my element. I was like living my best Katie Boyd life. And I started to say to myself, like as the days kind of wore on, as he was away on this business trip, I was like, Whoa! Like, why am I not living like this every day? Like, every, like I would go and buy like beautiful flowers for my home. I like everything is just perfect. Like he called me one day. And he goes, "Does the house look like a museum yet?" And I was like, "Fucking damn right it does." Because you know I'm Portuguese. We love to have everything clean and crisp and perfect. And like I stripped the beds and I. I just like, I was just in my element. If you guys know me, you guys know that I like think I'm the only woman in the world that actually likes to clean and like to do all those types of domestic things. I like love it, it like gets me off. And I was so in my energy. And I started saying to myself, like, why am I not doing more of this? Like, I used to have all these hobbies and I used to have all these things that I love to do. And I used to be like so excited for life. And then, like, recently, In the last handful of years, and I don't know if it has to do with what we went through with the pandemic or whatever, but I just was such in like a fear spiral and like a lack spiral and a scarcity spiral, even though at the moment I didn't even know that I was in this energy. I just was like rolling with the punches like everybody else on the freaking planet. And then I started to realize like all work and no play makes this bitch a very, very, very boring bitch. Okay. Like I just started feeling really boring. And I had um, thought about a scene in Eat, Pray, Love with Julia Roberts. And she was talking to an- another one of the characters and she's like, what did you have for lunch today? And the girl said back to her, like, a salad. And she's like, exactly. Just a boring, plain old salad. She's like, I want to eat pasta. I want to eat cacio pepe. I want to do all these things. I want to, like, suck the marrow out of life. And obviously I'm paraphrasing this whole conversation that was had by Julia Roberts and this other character. But I was like, oh my God. Like, I used to have, like, this lust for life and this passion and where the fuck did it go? And then I started thinking about like romanticizing our lives and being like the main character. And I feel like so many of us have lost that part of us. And now we're just like, we're just like a backup dancer in our own life or we're just like an extra on the movie. You know what I mean? Like we're not the main character. We're like definitely like the person that's just like walking in the background And I said to myself, you know, I'm 42 years old and let's just say I die when I'm 100. Can I really go on like this for the next 58 years? Hell to the fucking no. So I really started making, when Matt was away, the most mundane, boring things, romantic and exciting and mindful and, and, and grateful and slow and sensual and passionate. And I just, every day that I woke up, I was like, we're going to be in the moment where we're making our coffee. We're going to be in the moment when we're journaling. We're going to like, really just like love to exercise, love to stretch, love to do all of our morning rituals. And like, we're going to really slow down. And I felt like, even though I was wanting my husband to come home quicker, I felt like the time was so much more abundant and voluminous and stretched because I was really in the moment, romanticizing the little things. And I started to hear spirit talk to me and say like, Katie, there's so much beauty in your life every day that you just left. You just let go unnoticed. And it's like you're leaving all of these incredible parts of your life left on red, if you will. And what we have to do to recalibrate our lives, to step even deeper into our most ambitious lives and deeper into our power, is we have to truly focus on finding the joy and the excitement and the beauty in the little things. We have to slow down we have to become more grateful. We have to become more mindful. We have to streamline things and simplify things more. Because when we appreciate everything that life has to offer, even if it's the most minute aspect, the mundane all of a sudden becomes a source of excitement. And if we don't do this this is why we feel like we're just existing. This is why we feel like we are the fucking cast that just got, you know, the extra that just got casted in this, you know, B movie. And all they did was like, give you some cold pizza at the end. And it's like, that is not how we're supposed to be showing up. So the last couple of days, you know, I have, um, Instead of focusing on, like, I have to compete, and I have to create, and I have to do, and I have to make money, and I have to do all these things, I have to show up this certain way, I was, like, I was thinking about, like, I know this sounds so fucking weird, but, like, hear me out, guys. You ever watch, like, those old, like, movies, like, Pride and Prejudice, or, like, some of these old movies from, like, the 1500s, and the 1600s, and the 1700s, or even, like, Little Women, right? Remember, like, the the book and the movies Little Women, right? Like These women would just like, they'd, they'd sew and they'd, you know, and listen, I'm not saying like life was fucking easy back then because it was not. But if we take these aspects of these people in these old kind of period pieces, if you will, and we start to incorporate these little things like, remember when you were like young and you would like have a crush on a boy that went to school with you and you like couldn't wait to go to school and you thought about like how your hair was going to be, even if you were like you know, tinsel teeth and you had like fucking butterfly clips in your hair. Like, by the way, those are coming back and it's aggravating me, but that's a whole other podcast. Um, but do you remember how you would think about like, Oh my God, like I'm going to pass a note to him. And it's like, so, and everything is just like so exciting. And it's almost like you're in technicolor. That's how we should be living our adult life. Like we've worked so hard to become these adults who have like these beautiful lives and we're just like taking them for granted. And we're not finding like the smallest, most beautiful little wonderful moments in our lives. And I've been doing it and it's been changing my life. And I feel like I'm so much more clear. Like my mind is clearer. Um, Just in the time when Matt was away, I released 12 pounds of just unwanted, unwanted, body fat, but it was just, it's not even about the body fat. It's more about like the trapped energy that I've just been holding in my physical body for so long. And I really don't feel like I worked harder or I deprived myself. Like I was eating every day. I was doing a little bit of fasting, but I was eating every day. I was working out every day, but I was making it like exciting. Like even last night I came home from work and I didn't feel like cooking, but then I was like, no, like it doesn't have to be a big production. So as you guys know, if you have been following my journey, I'm um, doing a whole month of carnivore and I'm documenting it. But just in one week, I released 12 pounds and like, I got home last night and I was like, you know, there's like that, that like devil on your shoulder. That's like, just order a fucking pizza. And I was like, no, I'm doing this. Like I said, my word is law and my self-worth depends on it. And I'm staying to my carnivore and I fasted all day. And I came home and I made two beautiful pieces of wild sockeye salmon and I put some butter on top and, um, just salt and pepper, really super plain. And I had that. And, um, and then I had some like Gouda, organic Gouda cheese and I was like so full so satisfied and it was so tasty and I ate it slow and I made like I put on like really I put on Portuguese music like because we're getting ready to go to Madeira and I put on Portuguese music and I played music while I was cooking and then I sat and I like sat at the dinner table with like nice place where and a beautiful fork and knife. And like, I, I read a book while I ate dinner and it was like, dude, I felt like I was Joe from little women. I was like living my best fucking bookworm life, like eating my food slowly and just savoring every bite and just being so grateful for like the food. And I'm telling you, like, <laughs> I didn't do crazy, anything crazy. I just started really romanticizing myself as the main character in my movie. And my whole life changed within the nine days that my husband's been away. So if I can do it, you can do it. And I'm gonna give you just some ideas on how to start romanticizing your life because obviously my life is very different than your life. But at the end of the day, we're all just trying to be more ambitious every day and trying to step more into our power and remember who the fuck we are and awaken and enlighten and ascend and elevate more. And I think that we, we I'm, I'll speak for myself, I am like, okay, how do I get better at my business? How do I make more money? How do I help more people? How do I do with this content? How do I vlog? How do I blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, no, how do I wake up in the morning and like savor my cup of coffee or, you know, spend time with my dog in like a really mindful way where I'm not just like, come on, bitch, hurry up and shit so I can go back in the house and do more work. And I've been just doing that and it feels so good, guys. It feels so liberating. It feels it's such core desired feelings that I'm experiencing right now. And I just pray and I hope and I wish and I desire for all of you out there in a land to listen to the words that I'm saying and hear just the joy in my voice coming over the podcast or the YouTube or whatever, however you're consuming this and start to just slowly incorporate some of these ideas into your own life. And I would love to hear from you, whether you're listening on YouTube or you're on my app or you're on whatever social media that you follow me on, like how you're taking this podcast and then taking some of these ideas and then putting them into your own life. Okay. So let's go through some ideas that you can incorporate to start romanticizing your life and making yourself the main character in the movie that is your ambitious life, whoever you are out there in ambitious land. So like I was saying before, slow down, simplify, streamline, be grateful, be mindful, be in the moment, right? So here's a a bunch of different ideas and you can obviously pick and choose and incorporate them however you would like to. Some of them may not resonate with you and that's okay. That doesn't mean what I'm saying is wrong. It just means maybe that thing is not for you, but sometimes when things don't resonate with me, I ask myself like, okay, why is that not resonating? Is it like, oh God, this is gonna be too much work or I feel goofy or fucking silly or pathetic doing this. And then think about maybe I'm afraid to do this because that's actually the thing that I need to do to like liberate myself and romanticize my life and make myself, make my life ambitious. Okay, so- One of the things that I've been doing is, and I don't, and obviously you guys know that I don't do this anyways, I don't look at my phone and use my phone or any of that shit in the morning because it's just my mornings are very sacred to me. But before you start getting on your phone in the morning, before you start getting all in the bullshit and the three-dimensional matrix bullshit, what if before you did any of that stuff, you just went outside and... And like, let the sunshine hit your face and close your eyes and just take a nice deep breath and just listen to the bird song. Like, it's spring here in New Hampshire. It's colder than Witch's Titty still, but it's spring and the birds are out and the squirrels are out and all the little animals are coming out. Yesterday, I was like dying because I was so excited. This was like a very romanticized part of my day yesterday where there was a huge uh family of turkeys crossing the road and there was like the big big dude turkeys and then he had all his hoes with them and they were so cute and then they had little babies with them and i was i just stopped in the middle of the road and just like watched them cross the road for like 3 minutes and i was like <gasps> God, look at the turkeys. Like, Oh my God, they're so cute. Look at this. And I'm like, Oh my God, who am I? I had to like stop myself and be like, what the f I I was like, where is Katie? And what did you do with her? Because you guys know I'm super emo and I'm very like Wednesday Adams energy, but like, I love animals and I just love birds. And I loved wild. I love wild animals. And I just like love being in nature. And I think that the reason why a lot of us feel so disconnected right now is because we don't ever go out into nature and we don't ever feel the way it feels just to be in the fresh, crisp air with the sun shining down on our faces, getting that beautiful vitamin D, listening to all the different birds. Like, I love birds so much that I know all their calls because I have like an ornithology app on my phone. I know I'm such a fucking nerd, right? And I'm like, oh, that's a brown headed cowbird. Oh, that's a a titty wobbler. I don't even think that's a real bird, but (laughs) oh, that's a cardinal. Oh, that's a uh, freaking, that's a, that's a dove. Oh, that's a titmouse. Like I know all the sounds and all the songs. It's so fun to know that. And I just, I just close my eyes and I listen to the birds and I just breathe the air in deep and I let the sunshine hit my face. And it just feels like I'm in my, my life is a movie and it just feels so good. The next thing you can do to incorporate romanticizing your life is in the morning when you're having your warm beverage, whether it's like coffee or tea or some kind of weird concoction that you made, like just take time to smell it and taste it and savor it and Hold the cup with two hands and don't rush to get the coffee or whatever down your throat so you can caffeinate. Like really make it a ritual. Like make your morning hot beverage a ritual. Like I get up in the morning and I put my coffee pot on and I do my ambituals, which is my ambitious abundance affirmation, my blessing. I call in my power posse and I do um, my set my intentions for the day. And that usually, and then I use my Palo Santo. Sometimes I'll pull a card. I'll do that while I'm waiting for my coffee to boil and I just ground myself and I set the tone for the day. And then by that time, the coffee water is ready and then I have a beautiful French press. As you guys know, I only use Life Boost Coffee the link is in my uh, show notes here if you're interested. It's obviously the best coffee. There's no mold. There's, It's not toxic. It's 100% organic. It doesn't give me explosive diarrhea after I have like one sip of it like Dunkin' Donuts does. I can't drink coffee outside the house because I just literally shit my pants. That's another story for another day. But I grind my coffee in a grinder and I put it in the French press and then I let it steep and then I press the French press down and I put it into my favorite mug and I just sit by the fire, with light a candle and I do my morning rituals And I listen to something super inspirational or I'll journal, I'll do some shadow work. I'll do some work that um, has to do with like what we do on the ambitious app, like shadow, shadow work prompts or some kind of journaling or whatever, whatever we're focusing on right now, this week on the ambitious app, we're writing our obituaries, which sounds super dark, but it's the most amazing thing that you've ever done. It's like one of my favorite things to do with my my, um, app girls. And they're like putting their obituaries up on the app right now. And they're posting their pictures that they would have with their obituaries. And it's just so cool to read like the legacy that they desire to leave. And sometimes I'll do that kind of work and I will really enjoy my coffee. And that's like one of my favorite rituals to do during the day. Maybe romanticizing your life is like planning a picnic. Like I remember when I was a little girl, my grandmother had like a real picnic basket and she would make like these little finger sandwiches and she'd have like a thermos of like tea. And we would go to this like bird sanctuary near her house and we would put out a little blanket and we'd have like a cute little picnic. And that's where my grandmother taught me like etiquette and how to hold my teacup and all these different things. and. I mean, I don't think I learned that much. I'm still a fucking rough around the edges bitch. But if I had to go have dinner with a queen, I could hold my own because of my, my Nana Pearl. But when was the last time you were just like, hey, let's not stop at the Chick-fil-A drive through. Let me make a picnic and let me take my children or my loved one or my friend and have a picnic on in a park or on the beach or somewhere where there's a beautiful view. Like, why don't we do these things? Like that is so romantic and that's, that is so like just main character energy, right? The next thing is, and I did this a lot when Matt was away is buy fresh flowers for yourself and don't just dump them in a vase like, or a vase or however you say potato, I say potato, whatever. Like, don't just cut them and be like, ah, fucking throw them in a vase. No, like get different flowers. Like Trader Joe's has some of the best flowers and they're not crazy money. And I went there the other day and I just bought the most beautiful like hot pink tulips and a little bit of light pink tulips and some white tulips and some really beautiful white tulips with like lavender running through them. And I just put the tulips all over my house and like every room that I would walk into in my home. It made me feel so happy because I'm like, oh, my God, these fresh flowers. It just it and obviously, as you guys know, like flowers are very high vibrational frequency, especially roses. Roses have the highest vibrational frequency of all plants in the plant kingdom. So, you know, arrange the flowers and put them in beautiful containers, you know, like really make it a practice, a ritual. Like think of how women back in like I think of like the geishas or I think of like women in like the 17 and 1800s or the gilded era in the, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, how they would like pride themselves on like flower arranging and needle point and, and keeping a, a beautiful home. You know, I'm really into that because my home is my sanctuary. It's my safe space. And I desire deeply to like make my home this place, like this refuge away from the outside world. And there's nothing better than having just beautiful fresh flowers or beautiful plants. Now I kill plants. I have like a black thumb when it comes to like indoor plants. Um, but, you know, even buying like fake plants that look real, like I bought these two beautiful traveler palms um, for my living room. Um, if you guys want to see these pictures, you can go on the Ambitious app and do so because I post everything personal there. And I bought, I got these beautiful traveler pumps. They're fake as fuck, but I put them in a beautiful container and they just like make the room come alive. Like it just looks fresh and vibrant. And like I said, you don't have to have a green thumb. You could be like me and kill all your damn houseplants, but like it just changes the energy in your home. I was talking to my online business manager and soul sister, Kim, this morning before I came on this podcast. And I was like, when was the last time you like got up early on like a beautiful morning and drove to like a a place where you could watch the sunrise? And she's like, I don't fucking know. Now, mind you, I get up really early in the morning, so I always see the sunrise. But like, maybe it's just a point of like Going outside in the morning, sitting on a chair with your coffee and just like watching the sun come up over the trees. Like, how romantic is that? And I'm not saying you don't even have to share it with someone else. It's like, just be with you. Like, you are your own best friend. And I think that we're always looking to share these experiences with other people. And then we don't do it because we're like, we have no one to share it with. You know, it's like, share it with yourself. Like, enjoy it yourself. Be romantic with yourself. Right. Or, I was also talking to Kim about this, like, when was the last time you made like a legit playlist and you just got in your car and you had like no destination? Like remember back in the dizzle, like in the eighties and the nineties and even in the early two thousands where you would like make a fucking mixtape and you would like get in your sloppy jalopy and you and your friends would like just drive around, like screaming out the window at like hot guys or like stopping for coffee or whatever. And like, you'd have your playlist and you, it would just be like, remember that Britney Spears movie? What the hell movie was that? You remember that movie when they were all the three girls were like, like it was like her and like, oh God, I can't remember who else was in the movie. But you remember that fucking movie where everyone's like in the car and they're just like singing and shit. Like when was the last time that we just did that shit? I don't fucking know. I don't. Every time I get in my fucking car, I have to have an agenda and it has to be a certain time and everything has to be perfect. And it's like, dude, we need to go kick it old school and go back to those days. Like, that's why I love the show Stranger Things because it just brings me back to my childhood, like so much, and I miss those days. And I keep romanticizing, oh, wouldn't it be nice to be like Kim and I will always be like, oh, I miss the '90s, I miss the '80s. We can recreate that. We don't have to be in this mode just because everyone else is like doing all this social media stuff. We don't have to do this. We don't have to do it. So, like, make a mixtape. Or, like, make a playlist on your Spotify that's, like, fucking dope. Like, maybe, like, 90s, like, slow jams or, like, I don't know, some, like, 80s, like, new wave shit. And just, like, go and, like, drive around with, like, no destination in mind and get lost. And see new things and experience new things. It's the same thing with, like, don't drive home the same way every time you drive home. Like, take the back roads. like Because what happens is, well, the other day, I'll give you an example. I was driving to my studio and like I got there and I was like, holy fuck, like how the hell did I just get here? I was in total autopilot and I was like, whoa, that's fucking scary. And I was like, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to take like the road less traveled. Like I'm going to go to the back roads. I'm going to do different things because the groove patterns in our brains that we need to be shaken up a little bit and we need to see new things. We need to be you know, our reticular activating system in our brain like craves like new. And if we're not giving it new, it's like parts of us just die and become numb. And if you're feeling depressed and anxious and numb and just like flatlined, it's probably because you're living a flatlined, dumb, numb, boring ass, same shit, time to make the donuts life. And it's up to us to start romanticizing our lives by doing these little things because guess what, bitch? No one's coming to save you and no one's like, oh, I hope that Katie's living as the main character in her own life today. Like, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> they just don't. And that's okay. How about just, and this is why I love Paris, this is why I love Portugal, this is why I love Europe, is like, how about just like going to a cafe and just sitting outside and getting a cappuccino or whatever and something to nibble on, and just like watching the world go by, like watch like people watching, like watching the cars drive by, watching the people walk by, like, but we don't do that because we're like, we don't have time to do that. We have so many things to do. But what if the the things that slow you down actually give you more time? Have you ever thought about that? Go to your favorite book, go to your favorite park, go to a beach, go to a, 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 like a lake, anything that's around you that's beautiful, and like just take a book. And just like leave your freaking phone in your pocket or leave it in the car and just like sit there and like just immerse yourself in what you're reading. And I'm not talking about listening to an audiobook or a podcast, even though I do have an audiobook that just lo- launched on my ambitious app. I obviously have a physical book, so I'm not saying like whatever, but taking the time to actually read a physical book and not a podcast and not an audio book and not a YouTube video, just like really reading a book, right? The next way to romanticize your life is getting up every day and like putting yourself together. Now, I'm not saying like be full on RuPaul's drag race, hair, makeup, lashes, the whole nine yards. What I'm saying is like stop looking like a schlumpadink. And it was really funny because my good friend Victoria Duke, who's been on the podcast before, she's a very famous makeup artist and She was at Bitchapalooza in January and Kim and I were laughing at it today because we were talking about it. And one day she was like at Bitchapalooza and she was giving this whole dissertation about like, wow, how beauty comes from the inside. And it's so important to like do all these things, but it's also important to like highlight, you know, your your natural beauty and all this stuff. And she said something to me like, she didn't say it to me, she said it to the audience. She said, you know, you guys are all looking for like this perfect person that is like, oh, he's so hot. I want to just fuck him. I just want to make love to him. Oh my God, like he turns me on, right? But then she said, but do you turn you on? Would you fuck you? Would you want to date you? Would you want to go to bed with you? Would you want to be with you? And that really got me thinking because, you know, I think about how my whole life I've searched for this man. And let me tell you, I kissed a lot of frogs. Blah, rabbit. It was not a good situation, okay? And then I found the man of my dreams who literally checks every box, who fulfills all of my desires, who is my ride or die, my partner in crime. Like, we are a fucking power couple, okay? And now that I have him, I'm like, well, I got him, so what do I, the I fuck do I care about dressing up and washing my coochie every day? <laughs> I know that sounds like the dirtiest shit ever, but it's like, we we searched our whole life for this perfect person, and we have that perfect person, and then we just, like, don't give two fucks. So it's like, we can't forget about how we used to show up when we were dating our significant other, or we were just like talking to them in the early stages of our relationships. We need to bring that energy. Like I told you guys last week on social media, like Matt, like wears rags sometimes. And I was like, babe, would you wear this outfit out with me on like one of our first dates. And he was like, no. And I'm like, well, why would you do it to me now? Cause you look like the fucking little matchstick girl for Christ's sakes. And he's like, you know what? You're right. And then I think sometimes too, it's like, does this poor bastard get so sick of looking at me in my same fucking crotch rot fucking Lululemons every day? Like with like, you know, pimple fucking cream on my face and my hair up in a mom bun. Now I'm not saying every day has to be like Zsa Zsa Gabor energy, but I'm saying like, think about how just putting on like a beautiful outfit and doing your hair and like putting on a little bit of makeup and just like taking care of yourself, it just makes you feel so much more confident and beautiful and just fabulous. And so one of the things that I'm going to be doing, and I'm going to be documenting all of this over on the Ambitious app to really motivate and inspire the girls there is every day getting up and like You know, after I work out and I do my morning rituals and I do my cold plunge and I do my sauna blanket and I meditate and I do my breath work, which takes me about two hours first thing in the morning. The next thing I'm going to do before I do any work is I'm going to go right straight to the shower, give my fucking ass a good old fashioned scrub down, shave my pits, and come out of that shower and put a full face of makeup and do my hair and put a cute outfit on, whether I am going out or I am staying home because I'm doing it for myself and I'm doing it for my husband and I'm doing it for like my clients and my sisters over on the app that have to see my mug every day, coaching them live on my, on my app. Like I'm telling them how to live their best lives. And I look like I just got fucking, you know, (laughs) kicked out of a hostel in Belgium. It's not a good look. So think about that. How, you know, how you're showing up in a physical way, And fashion and all these types of things, right? The next thing to romanticize your life is take more pictures, but don't post them on social media. Do you remember the good old days when we had motherfucking scrapbooks and we actually had like real pictures that we could put in frames in our house? I think one of the things I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start taking pictures that I've taken on my Instagram and then I just have on my phone and i really want to just like make scrapbooks like the old days. They'll, I loved scrapbooking. Am I like 2000 years old? Am I like a fucking tortoise right now is talking about this? Like, are you, do you like to scrapbook? Did you like to scrapbook back in the day? Like you'd have your little stickers and your special paper and you'd, oh, I loved that. And how cool would it be to give your children when you, you know, to leave a legacy, I'm not saying you're going to shuffle off your mortal coil now, but I'm saying just in general to give them these beautiful scrapbooks of all of their special pictures from their lives like how dope is that because i'll give you a story my online business manager kim a couple about a year ago i was gonna say a couple months but i'm in a time warp about a year ago her instagram got hacked and she lost her whole entire instagram and she goes katie i don't even give a fuck about my instagram i lost all the pictures of my children that i never printed out and i never had on my phone because they all lived in like my archives and my stories and on like my app on my um instagram and like i literally have no pictures of my children and i'm like that's fucking crazy and then i started thinking about it and i'm like dude no we gotta stop this like get a fucking Polaroid camera, get an old-fashioned throwaway camera, like let's kick it old school or just use your phone and like have some really nice like uh, picture paper in your printer and print the pictures and put them in frames or make scrapbooks or old-fashioned photo albums. Like I love that. And I think it's so romantic and it's so special. The next thing is how to romanticize your life is meditate. I know that I'm a huge proponent of meditation. I have tons of meditations over on my app, whether it's mortality meditation, inner child healing meditation, affirmation meditations, transcendental meditations, breathing meditations, whatever it is. But at least give yourself a little bit of time every day just to slow down and just like, let your mind go just still or hear someone else speaking victory into you with affirmations. The next thing that I feel is so romantic is having a garden. As you guys know, like I'm a homestead and hoe. I love my garden. I have a beautiful garden uh, by the side of my home that really evolved during the pandemic. Now it's like this beautiful, beautiful garden, and I have a beautiful fence around it, and it's such a great space. I love sitting in my garden, watching everything grow. There's just something so fulfilling and romantic about like nurturing these seeds. And growing a garden, even if it's a flower garden, it doesn't have to be vegetables. It doesn't have to be fruit. It doesn't have to be anything. You could just be like planting beautiful wildflowers in your garden, or making like a making a cut flower garden. Um, I think that that's what I'm actually going to do this year is like make a garden for cut flowers and have like different flowers for different times of the summer, because you know flowers can be really expensive to buy them in the store, and there's just something so fulfilling and romantic to watch these little seeds grow into these beautiful, beautiful vegetables or fruit or even flowers. You know, the next thing to romanticize your life is, is pick a recipe and like cook the food and pour a glass of wine. If you drink alcohol or a freaking kombucha or some shit, all right. Or just a cup of tea or fucking soda water. I don't give a shit what you're into, but like pick a recipe and like really put your all like your balls and your your fucking taint and your grundle all into that recipe and like have friends over and like entertain like what happened to entertaining like I used to love to have people at my house and like put the cheese board together charcuterie board and have like the great wine or the great cocktails and like really give, make memories with people. And now it's just like, Oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. It's like, well, what do you have time for? The next thing is, um, having like a girl's night. There's nothing better than like having some games or watching a movie and everyone just getting in their pajamas and sitting by the fire. Like when was the last time that we did that? Like, we're all just so too busy for all the things that matter. And like, I promise you, when you're lying on your deathbed someday, if you're lucky enough to have a deathbed and you're thinking about your life, you're not going to be thinking about all the zeros in your bank account. You're not going to be thinking about all the things you missed when you were working like a slave. You're going to remember the people and the memories and the just the beauty and the romantic parts of your life. You're not going to remember the work shit. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. The next thing is volunteering and it could be volunteering for anything like go to a pet shelter and help the people at the pet shelter or you know there's so many different movements and shelters and people that really need help from people like us and we don't think about doing that. Like we're more apt to like write a check or put money in a can outside of like a stop and shop but like what if we really donated our time to like cleaning up a park or you know, doing things like that. Like I'm telling you, like every time I do stuff like that, it feels so good after, like it sucks in the moment. Cause you're like, Oh God, this is a lot of work, but it just feels so good after. Uh, the next thing is to sit down and write in your journal and it doesn't have to be anything like specific Obviously, like in the Ambitious app, I have very specific daily journal prompts and shadow work and things like that. But it could just be like having a beautiful diary or a beautiful journal and just talking about, you know, what your desires are and what like your the whisperings of your soul are or like getting things out onto paper that have been bothering you or like just taking up space in your mind. And there's just something so beautiful about like having a beautiful journal and having a beautiful pen that you love to write with. And there's just something so gorgeous about writing words instead of typing them on a computer screen. The next thing is go out to a fancy restaurant and like dine alone. Like take a book. I'll never forget. This is a real thing. And I was like, damn, I got to start doing this, man. What the fuck? Matt and I, right before the pandemic, we went to New York City to celebrate my birthday because I'm just like, I will, I really just want to go to La Bernadette, which is like this incredible Michelin star restaurant, Eric Repair's restaurant. It was like on my bucket list or my fuck it list, whatever you want to call it. And I, d- I just really desire to go to like a couple Broadway shows and walk in Central Park with my dog and just like do that whole New York life. And we went to La Bernadette Den, which is like crazy money for lunch. I think it was like a thousand dollars for lunch, but this is like a one, a one time shot, you know, right? Like, this is just like something I really wanted to do. And, uh, I remember we were eating and we were having our wine and it was so just romantic and Matt and I were just having the best time. And there was this little girl next to us. She was adorable. She probably was like 22, 23 years old. And she was doing the same tasting menu as me. And she had Anna Karenina, the book, Anna Karenina. And the sommelier would come over and talk about her wine pairing with this fish dish and whatever. And she would listen and then she would, you know, she would eat and she would go back to her book and i said to her we had actually a conversation and i was like oh my god i would never do this i would be so uncomfortable going and eating and doing something like this all by myself and she was like you know all of my friends she's like i'm from korea and um i go to i think she goes to nyu and she's like, I, and I always wanted to go to this restaurant and none of my friends would go with me. They were like, this is too expensive. It's like small food, blah, blah, blah. But I always watched Eric repair on different food um, things like on Netflix and whatever. And I always wanted to come to this restaurant. And I said, fuck it. I'm going to bring my book and I'm going to do it. And she did it. And I was so inspired by that. i was so inspired by that. And how cool is it to date yourself? Like take yourself on a goddamn date. Like do your hair, do your makeup, put on your best jewelry, put on your best clothes and take yourself to a fancy restaurant. Even if you sit at the bar, like there's just something so freeing. And my, um, my friend Donna once that time said to me because her husband and my husband had to go on a work trip together. And I was like, oh, Donna, this was years ago. And I said, oh, Donna, it's so sad. Like you're gonna be all by yourself. And she's like, I'm not gonna be by myself. I'm like, what do you mean? I said, your husband's leaving with my husband. She goes, I'm not by myself, Katie. I'm with myself. And I was like, damn bitch, She just blew my mind. And it was so like, it was like a, a slap to the back of my head. Like, wow, like I am, I am worthy to do this by myself. Like, I don't need Matt. I don't need friends. I don't need any of these people to like accompany me to do things by myself. And there's something so sovereign and autonomous and freeing and liberating by doing these things and getting out of your comfort zone. And I just think it's just such a great, great idea. Another way to romanticize your life is have a beautiful bath, a bubble bath, or an Epsom salts bath and put on a face mask and put like a hair mask on and put some beautiful music on and light some candles and like you want to double click your mouse while you're in the tub. You got to bring your your vibrator friend. That's cool. Whatever you want to do. But like have these times where you're just in this beautiful ambiance and this beautiful energy and it's just so uplifting. Uh, another one is having deep conversations with people. Like I am so fucking sick and s- tired of small talk. Like if you ever see me in real life, don't ever ask me about like politics or the weather and don't small talk me. Like I only want to talk about real deep shit. And I think it's just so important to get past surface level energy and get to like people's dreams and desires and hopes and accomplishments and aspirations. I just think it's so important. Another way to romanticize your life is if you see like a gift. Now, gift giving is not my love language, but I do love to get a gift. Don't get me wrong. But if you see something out that you know that would be like perfect for someone, like buy them it and like just put it on their front doorstep or buy someone a card and and handwrite the card and send it to them and just like surprise them like just doing these little tiny things that used to be art forms back when my grandmother was alive and back in the early you know 1900s like people would write each other beautiful thank you cards like you know what it's like when you have like a uh, an event at your home or you have a dinner and like someone writes you a real thank you letter. Oh my God. There's nothing better in the world, honestly. Uh, another thing, take yourself on like a date to the movies. Like I I hate the movies, but my husband loves it. And I like get dragged to go to the movies by him. But I'm like, what if, like, well, if you do like the movies, like when was the last time you just like, I'm in the middle of the day, I'm going to a matinee. I'm going to get myself a big old bucket of fucking j- delicious popcorn. And I'm going to take some, fucking chocolate goobers or like those little like rice crispy crackly chocolate covered rice crispy things and throw them in the pop (laughs) this is my favorite thing throw the chocolate in the popcorn and get like a fucking massive soda and just sit there and like watch the movie by yourself and just like gorge and don't share your popcorn with anybody like how fucking fun would that be that is like so dope the next thing is Um, book tickets to places. I used to love to go to concerts and comedy shows and theater and like live bands and like, or even like they have, um, some, one of my girlfriends, Susan Work. hi Susan, if you're listening, she was talking to me about like, they have like, a a bingo night or some shit at like one of her bars. I'm probably totally lying. It's like some kind of trivia bingo game night at like one of the local places that are near her house. And I'm, and she's like, I love it. It's so fun. And I'm like, I would never think about doing that. But like, how cool is that? And then you start to like meet those people who go to that thing like every Wednesday night. And then you get like a whole new crowd of people that can be your friends, right? Um, The next thing is getting crafty. I used to love to do like, crafts like make wreaths and do all these like you know crafty type of stuff and then like you just get so wrapped up with like the three-dimensional grown-up life and you forget about the craft stuff when I was a little girl my mom put me in like a craft it was like a craft class with one of her friends who taught it and I loved that freaking thing we would do flower arranging we would make crafts it was so freaking fun and I was like eight years old I mean the shit I probably made was junk but like it was just so fun And we forget about that. We just totally freaking forget about that. The next thing is, one of my favorite things to do is like at night, just go outside and put a blanket on the ground and like just stare up at the stars. And also there's apps on your phone where... Um, one of the apps that I use, is totally free. It's called Night Sky and you just hold the phone up to the sky and you can see all the different galaxies and all of the different star systems. And, you know, you can see where Mars is and Jupiter and Saturn and like where, you know, Perseus is and Andromeda and, you know, the Pleiades and all these different things. It's so beautiful and there's just something so incredibly refreshing about looking up at the stars and then you're like wondering is someone out there looking back at earth wondering what the fuck is going on over there like come on it's just such a cool romantic thing and there's a lot of other things that I have written down here that I think are just so important and I'll got I'm gonna go through them um, a little bit quicker but how about just every day showing up And being like authentically in your feelings. Like, that's one thing that I really loathe about social media. And it's not social media's fault, it's more my own fault, where I try to show up on Instagram, for example, as like my best self. And it just doesn't feel right. And that's why I am moving away from totally being off social media altogether and just using my app, which is gonna happen in the next couple of months. But just think about like showing up no matter what, in your power as your most authentic self. Wearing pajamas. Instead of wearing like an old rag to bed, looking like you just got out of some kind of like a halfway house, wear beautiful pajamas to bed, right? Um, One of my friends, I was talking to them the other day about about this whole romanticizing your life. And they were like, I romanticize my life she said, by having like a signature cocktail. And I'm like, tell me more about this. And I don't drink right now, but I do love this idea. Is like, when you go out to dinner, like make up a name, like be like, it's Katie's Diamond. And then the person's like, oh, I've never heard of that drink. And you're like, oh, well, it's elderflower liqueur and champagne and a little bit of vodka and some soda water or whatever, I don't fucking know. Just make something up. Like, how cool would that be? And then next time you go into that restaurant, they'll go like, oh, you want a Katie's Diamond? And you're like, yes. <laughs> like, that is romantic. I know this stuff is so frivolous, but it's 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 real. Oh, I have an idea. So when my grandmother, when I was growing up, my Nana Pearl had this beautiful teacup collection, of like a bone china, and it was so beautiful. It was like from England and Ireland and just gorgeous. And she had been collecting them for a really long time. And I always told her, I don't want anything from you when you pass away. I just want your teacups. It's all I want. And she was like, absolutely. So when she passed away, I inherited her teacups and they're all in this drawer, not a drawer. They're in a cupboard and I never use them because I'm petrified of breaking them. And I was like, what an homage and how romantic would it be? And how main character energy would I be if every day I had like a tea and like an afternoon tea where I chose one of her teacups to drink out of. And that's what I'm going to be doing, and I'm going to be documenting all of the teacups because I think it's just so romantic. What about? uh, Oh, I actually already talked about this about your flowers. So I'm just going to keep going. Oh, here's here's one. This is really important. How about romanticizing your life by asking yourself all the time: Does this feel good? Is this aligning with who I am? Is this resonating? with where I'm going. And if it doesn't, will the thing that I'm about to do or endure or experience make me better or stronger in the long run? Because I think that what happens is we become the extra and not the main character in our movie. And then we just allow other people's wants and whims to steer our course. And it's not healthy. It's just wrong. And then we wonder why our life feels gray our life feels boring and mundane and just like black and we wonder why our life feels like that and then we go on social media and we get so depressed and anxious because we see everyone else's amazing lives happening before our eyes which is all a lie because it's all curated and it's always everyone's highlight reel and so, like, what if you just ask yourself, like, in anything you do, whether it's like someone asks you to go out to dinner with them or someone asks you for a favor, you ask yourself, like, is this going to make me feel good? Is this aligning with me? Is this resonating with me? Is this going to help me in some way? And if, it's, if not, say no, because saying no to make room for the good things to come in and make the space for all the goodness is actually being the main character and romanticizing your life, Right. And this is the last thing that I'm going to talk about because I think this is so, so, so important. So it says in the Bible, if you desire to be, I'm butchering the Bible because this is what I fucking do. But if you want to experience the kingdom of heaven, be like a little child. And what that means is, I believe heaven and hell are on this earth. And it's the thoughts that we think and it's the words that we say and it's the actions that we take every day that help us experience what heaven would be like or what hell would be like. And so being like a little child is being silly and having fun and and putting pleasure as the first thing and just, just being like, think about what you were like when you were a little kid. You know, you weren't like, oh my God, is that person going to talk about me? Oh, is this like, is this Instagrammable? Is this going to be good content to gain more followers? Like when we were a little kid, all we gave a fuck about is having the time of our lives. And when we were children, when we were in that energy, we were experiencing heaven. And that's what the Bible means by, if you want to have heaven be like a little child. And I think it's so important to just, Think of your life as this beautiful movie, as this beautiful curated piece of artwork. You know, light the candles, put out the flowers, wear your wear lingerie, you know? Like have fun. What if you just gave yourself the next month of your life to do this? What if you really just gave yourself that time? Think about how your life could just explode and elevate to the next level. And wouldn't you, if you were really truly being the main character in your movie, wouldn't life just be ambitious? Wouldn't you be the HBIC of your life because of it? I mean, I think that's true. So in the meantime, if you loved this podcast and you want more of this and you want to see all the things that we're doing in ambitious land, you gotta join the app, guys. And so many people have been reaching out to me about the app and asking me all these questions. So pretty much my goal by probably in the next couple months is to totally be off social media. I'm already, I've already been off of Facebook for three years. I'm actually gonna do a podcast about this. I've been off Facebook for three years and in the three years, my life has totally changed for the better just by being off social media but I've kept Instagram as like my last little hair that's like hanging by a thread. And lately I've just been feeling some sort of way. And I I think I've been feeling some sort of way about Instagram just because my app is so elevated and it's such an incredible experience. And real sisterhood and real community and real conversations are happening over there, not to mention my daily coaching. So I'm on my app every day, doing tarot readings, doing coaching sessions every day with all of my girls there. We have an incredible part of the app called the Ambitious Bitcherhood, which is almost like social media where we post, you know, videos and we post pictures and we have conversations. But then remember, the app has now morphed into this place where everything that I've ever created and everything that I will create lives there. So if you go on my app, which if you're watching this, this is the app on the phone. And what you can do is you can just scroll through this app and you can see here's where all of the six life makers and breakers live. So we have a place for the, mo- the money mindset, education. We have a place for boundaries, spirituality, relationships, environment. Then we have Ambitious Academy, which is thousands of hours of coaching, not only by me, but all of the experts that I have brought on over the last couple of years in Ambitious Academy. We have the health and wellness where we talk all about recipes and meal plans. And we have hundreds of workout videos and yoga videos and primal movement videos all done by me. We have a place for self-care and a place with all of your shadow work, with your journal prompts. And we have a library of breath work and meditations and full and new moon rituals and supplements. And we talk about astrology and crystals. And every Tuesday, I do a Tarot Tuesday where I do a collective reading for everyone. And then on top of that, the only place where you can experience the ambitious book on audio is my ambitious app. It'll never be out for the public. I don't want it on Audible. I want it to be on the app exclusively. And then we also have A28P, which is my signature program that used to cost almost $600 for the 28 day program. Now, A28P is totally part of the app for the low, low price of either $111 a month. Or you can pay in full for the year for $1,111 for the year. Now, on top of that, we have my 12-week ambitious business course, the same one that Candace Marino, the LA facialist, took when we first started working together that took her from walking out of her job that she hated to building a multiple seven-figure business in under three years we also have um, a place where we do Project Light, which is our minimalism, essentialism, daily challenges. So I help you go through your whole entire home and purge and get rid of all the things that no longer serve you. And then we have this incredible um, aspect where all the women chat and they support each other and they really lift each other up. And then on top of that, the cherry on the Sunday is... Monthly, we have these in-person events called goddess gatherings where we do yoga and an exercise class, and then we finish up the day with sound healing and meditation and breath work, and then sometimes we go and have lunch after. And if you can't make that in person because you live somewhere not close to Katie Boyd's Misfit Club, we actually film it and we post it on the app so you can experience the goddess gatherings from wherever you live in the world. And that is all the things that I'm offering on the Ambitious app. And like I said, it's for the low, low price of $111 a month. And if you had to pay for all of the things that I just spoke on, it would be over $60,000 of coaching. So for for $111 a month, you get over $60,000 Thousand dollars worth of coaching, plus a community of like-minded women, plus access to me. Because on the app, there's actually a place where you can DM me directly, and it's almost like having my cell phone number. And you can ask me questions. You can talk, chat with me. I will not be doing anything else going forward on Instagram. So I will not be answering DMs on Instagram. I won't be doing any coaching on Instagram. I won't even be really posting on Instagram anymore. Everything is going to be the app, the app, the app, because in 2023, I desire deep connection with women. And I truly desire to create ambitious as a movement and to curate it as a movement going forward. And I and I'm gonna use the N-word, I need help from all of you ambitious women out there in ambitious land to come and join this community of like-minded bitches from across the globe so that we can totally 100% step into our power and make the rest of our lives the best of our lives by being the HBICs of our most ambitious, precious human lives. So if you're ready, if all that stuff sounded amazing and you're like, sign me the fuck up, go to the show notes you can also go to www.ambitiousapp.com and you can sign up right there you'll just have to answer a few questions to get access to the app and then Kim and I will let you in and you can start experiencing all of what ambitious has to offer and more and i am just so excited for making the main thing the main thing and the main thing is the app like i'm not doing any one on one coaching right now Everything is the app and it will only be the app forever and ever, amen, in perpetuity. Cross my heart and hope to die. So if this sounded amazing, get on over to the Ambitious app, get it, purchase it and get on in there and start digging into all of the things that we offer over there. And and you know what? Doing the app is actually part of romanticizing your life because all the things that I teach there are all about making you the main character in your movie, okay? And the only way that you can really help me other than buying my app and being part of my movement and my Hood community is telling as many people as you can about this podcast because the more people that listen to this podcast, the more people that are reminded of who the fuck that they are and why God then put, put them on this earth in the first place and what their mission and purpose is, the more that we can change the world because everyone is so focused on changing the world, but no one just thinks about changing themselves. And then as they change themselves, getting more and more and more women to come join this crusade of becoming more ambitious by being the bitch, the being in total control of herself energy and being the HBIC of their most ambitious lives. So I don't obviously really have sponsors here. I guess like the Ambitious app is the sponsor because this is the only thing that I'm focused on right now because I know that this has already changed thousands of women's lives from all across the globe. And that is my mission and that is my purpose to do this thing and to be able to reach women from all across the globe virtually on my app. So if you're desiring just deep connection and education and empowerment and motivation and just the incredible tools that you need to change your life for the better, the Ambitious app is where it's at. So I am looking so forward to working with you over on the app and I'm looking so forward to you romanticizing your life. And until next time, don't forget to stay ambitious and I will see you next Tuesday.